Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, Just want to say um, thank you to all the supporters, all the listeners, um, just thankful, man. I, I I don't I don't I don't know how many times I'm going, you know, start these episodes off by thanking the audience because obviously without y'all giving the listens and without y'all giving me the support, I wouldn't be able to continue to go on with what I'm doing and what I love doing, and that's talking sports. Um, this is episode 92. You know what I'm saying? But before we get into the episode, I want to give a special shout out. Um. To my dudes um, from the Midwest, from Indiana, my dudes um, from that Nation of Podcation podcast, you know what I'm saying? Go check them out. Um, they're on Spotify, um, Anchor, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. So shout out to my dudes from um, Nation of Podcation podcast, um, my dude O'Shea. Um, John B, um, Shannon, you know what I'm saying? So, in their words, chat them up, you know what I'm saying? So, whenever you get a chance, go check them out. Um, so, salute to those guys, man. Those is my dudes. Um, this episode here is, uh, episode 92. And, uh, of course, y'all know how I do this, you know what I'm saying? It's episode 92, so I like to, you know, give a little history lesson on you know representing a number representing the number of the episode and then on top of that you know um i like to pay homage to um a person who wore that's that wore that certain number so being that it's episode 92 um there's only one person i can think of that wore number 92 and excelled at the highest level and um unfortunately he's no longer with us um he passed many years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he was a Super Bowl champion with the Green Bay Packers. Um, if you don't know who I'm talking about, this is, um, for some people, 
in the football world. He's heavily regarded as one of the greatest defensive defensive linemen of all time, and that would be the Minister of Defense, uh, Mr. Reggie White. So salute to you, Mr. Reggie White. R.I.P. to you. Um, continue to rest. Um, continue to rest in peace and heavenly peace. And uh, also, um, 92 um, was a historic um, time for sports in general, primarily basketball. Um, 1992, for that matter. And the reason being is because the greatest team ever assembled was put together, and that was the Dream Team. Um, before that, you know, you had college players um, going overseas to win the gold medal, but unfortunately, they couldn't win it. So the Olympics allowed professional athletes to, you know, be a part of the Olympics. And, you know, David Stern and the NBA instituted the dream team that had greats like the God MJ, Magic, Bird, Patrick Ewan, David Robinson, Charles Barkley, Pippen. I mean, the list goes on. I can't think of all of them right now. But I will say that it was 12 members of the team, 11 of them are in the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to just leave it at that. But uh, again, let me just get into this episode. This episode here um, is going to be a good one. And the reason being is because um, it just so happened that uh, there's some cheating going on in Major League Baseball that I would like to speak on. And it pertains to the Houston Astros. Um, it was some cheating that's been going on in Major League Baseball. So I got I got the chime on that. I, I definitely got to speak on that. I can't be silent on that. Um, I also want to speak about the WNBA. Um, I'm going I'm, I'm to give the ladies some love on this episode because they just reached a, um, a new CBA agreement um, that I'm going to speak on. So, you know, I'm going you know, to highlight, you know, the good things about that, and I'm also going to speak on the uh, national the national championship game, the college football playoff, the national title game, and that was um, LSU and Clemson. Um, you know, LSU dethroning them and becoming the new um, national champions in college football. So, you know, first let's get into you know this this cheating scandal that's been going on in Major League Baseball. And it pertains to the Houston Astros. Um, I think I said Houston Rockets before. I'm sorry if I did. Your boy is tired. Your, your boy just came home from work, had to take a quick shower, and I was motivated to work on this episode now. I didn't want to sit on it. I wanted to work on it now. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, Houston Astros. Um they are in a cheating scandal. Um, and for me, I think this is... I don't know if it's on the same level as the steroid scandal from back in the day, but this shit here is something serious. Like, they, like, like, like this shit is serious of serious. Um, it was announced on Monday that um, the Astros have been punished for... Their cheating scandal during the 2017 um, season. For those of y'all that don't know, that was the year that the Houston Astros won the World Series. They won the World Series. 
cheating. Basically, in a nutshell, that's basically that I, I can't emphasize it any other way. The year that they won the championship was the year that they was cheating. You know what I'm saying? Um, in November, peak game in November, it was revealed that they had used the system. That they was that they they, they used a system to illegally steal signs. You know, they had a camera placed at center field. You know that can catch that 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 you can catch. You know what I'm saying signs being stowed within the game. Okay, that's one thing. You know what I'm saying. They also use the camera fixated on the catcher signs. They had a monitor with a live feed in the tunnel between the dugout and the clubhouse. They also used the system where they would bang on nearby garbage cans to relay the signs to the hitters. So basically, in a nutshell, what you're saying is, is that not only was some people in the front office aware of this, not only was major personnel involved, but now you got to add to the fact that some of these players on the team knew what was going on. So once the report came out, now mind you, again, this was November that this was revealed. So this was revealed a little after the World Series, a World Series that they was just in and lost to the Washington Nationals. So right after they lost the World Series, that's when this story broke out. And, you know, on Monday, you know, Major League Baseball, you know, they did their due diligence and they laid down a stiffly fine, a stiffly fine. And one of the fines was... Basically, in a nutshell, they got fined $5 million. That was the max that you can get fined. Now, I know in football, you know, I think the max you can get fined is a million dollars. But I think that's only because of the salary cap. See, in baseball, there is no salary cap. So, they could just, they could throw the max at your ass. And I think, you know, with Major League Baseball, the max is $5 million. But again, that's nothing to them. You know what I'm saying? With the money that they make... That's light work. That shit is nothing in them. You know what I'm saying? Um, they lose their first and second draft picks for the next two years. Um, it's kind of like football. You know what I'm saying? You get fined and you also lose draft picks. But, I mean, the Astros, the way they're set up, I mean, they're one of the top teams in baseball. So, I don't really think... Losing any draft picks is going to be anything crazy. You know, it's not like, you know, they're the Baltimore Orioles and they're one of the worst teams in baseball and they pull this shit off and get caught and then they lose the Hansley draft picks that they've been desperately needing. So I don't really, you know, think that's much of a big deal. But this is what really got, this is what really caught my attention. Major League Baseball, once this scan, once everything was X'd and stoned, their manager, Major League Baseball, they suspended the manager of the Astros, A.J. Hinch, and general manager, Jeff Lunau. They were suspended for the whole year of next year. Well, this year, because now we're in 2020. They was, they was going to be suspended for the whole season. The whole 2020 campaign, they was going to be suspended. No, 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 no. Their own owner, Jim Crane, took it a step further. He said, okay, 
Major League Baseball suspended y'all. I'ma take it a step further. I'm getting rid of you motherfuckers. I'ma fire y'all. Y'all services are no longer needed, not for my team, because we don't do that here. We don't do that here. Now, sorry, Mr. Crane, you actually do do that there. You know, I mean, maybe he gave them the boot from the aspect of they knew what was going on, and instead of them taking action and, you know, stopping it, they chose to go along with it, so... They didn't start it, but they damn sure didn't stop it. So I guess you could say that's the reason why they got the axe. Um, I have no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? See, me, and and, 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 and it's crazy for me to say this because for those of y'all that don't know by now, I'm a Patriots fan. What's, what's one of the most common things that y'all hear about my team? Cheating. The most common one, Spygate, which was 2007. And that scandal, Bill Belichick didn't get suspended. Bill Belichick didn't get fined. None of that. This situation here, see, in baseball, obviously, you can see, they could, obviously, in baseball, they, they take this shit to heart, as they should, because you're ruining the integrity of the game. You're basically doing sneaky shit to win. And again, I'm going to say this again. They did this cheating the year that they won the World Series. Now, for me, the reason why it pains me that this happened, my team, my team, my Yankees, we got screwed over because of this. Because, again, they didn't just do this in the regular season. They was doing it in the postseason. Who was one of the teams they beat in the postseason? My Yankees. So how you expect me to feel? Like, you damn near screwed us out of a World Series. CeCe Sabathia already feels that way. You know, when the report came out, what was the first thing he said? I feel like we got cheated. I feel like we got screwed. And you should feel that way. You should feel that way, CeCe. But let me give you the timeline for this. Let me give you the timeline for when this whole ordeal took place. Let me just give y'all some feedback. The 2016 season, MLB's investigation did not reveal any other scheme or method utilized by the Astros to steal signs. Now, mind you, that was 2016. So there was nothing, it, it was nothing, you know, accusing them of anything. It was rumors, but not an X in stone yet. We get to early 2017. The center field feed was used to decode signs when the Astros had a runner on second base. Once decoded, the sequence would be relayed to the dugout, and the runner at second would decode the sign and signal to the hitter at the plate. Y'all want more? Two months into 2017, that means the 2017 season, what's that, late March, early April? So now we get to about June. This is what they said. This is what the MLB put out. The garbage can method was implemented and the team began to pump 
a live feed to a new monitor in the tunnel. The Astros initially tried whistling and clapping before setting on the garbage can. The scheme is called player-driven with current Mets manager Carlos Beltran mentioned by name. Both systems was used throughout the 2017 season. Now remember that name I just said, Carlos Beltran, because I'm going to bring that up a little bit later. I'm going to bring that up a little bit later. Now we get into the postseason of 2017. MLB Commissioner Robert Manfell's report says the club continued using their systems to steal signs during the postseason even after all 30 clubs were warned that September to not use electronics improperly to steal signs. I'm going to just leave it at that. I'm not even going to go to 2018. I'm going to just go to 2017. Now, again, 2017 was the year they won the World Series. Who did they beat in the World Series? The Dodgers. That means, in a nutshell, not only did we get screwed over, so did the Dodgers. You could make a case that the Dodgers could have won the World Series. But who knows? Maybe they would have choked because they got a history of that. You know, Clayton Kershaw's over there, so he has a history of choking. So who knows? They probably wouldn't have won anyway. But see, for me, as a Yankee fan, diehard Yankee fan, to hear this, that's basically in a nutshell saying you screwed us over for winning the World Series. But see, this is what I think should happen now. Now, you know, Rob, you know, the commissioner, he laid down a garland. He took the draft picks. You know, he suspended the he's you know, he suspended the manager and general manager, and then the Astros owner took it a step further and fired them. I think for us, as Yankees, I think we should have our own little justice that we should have with this. See, me, I'm from East New York, Brooklyn. And I'm sure every hood out there, we have this thing called street justice. You know, sometimes you just can't allow the police to handle shit. Or maybe you or maybe you handle action before the police come. That's called street justice. I think with us, they already got fined. They already lost their draft picks. People already got fired. But see, here's the thing. It's just like I said. The players knew about this. And guess what? They're not being called to the table. They're not getting fined. They're not getting suspended. So for me as a Yankee fan, see, it's a good thing I'm not their manager because I know what I'll have them do. That first game we play the Astros, some players is going to get hit this game. Who they lead off hitter? George Springer? Cut! He getting rocked. He getting rocked. First play. First, first pitch of the game, he getting rocked. Got to send a message because you screwed us out the World Series. See, for me... That year, they played the Dodgers in the World Series. Do you know how long I've been craving for a Yankees-Dodgers World Series? Now, again, diehard Yankee fan. Even though the Dodgers play in Los Angeles, they used to play in Brooklyn. Right here, this borough that I live in. I want nothing more 
before my clock runs out, which means when I'm dead, before I pass out, before I pass away, the one thing I would love to see is a Yankee-Dodgers World Series. And we was close. We was close to it. But unfortunately, with the Astros cheating, that got derailed. But now, it gets even dicier than that. Because not only was those two guys fired, it was also reported that Alex Cora, who's the Red Sox manager now, well, let me not say is, because they mutually parted ways earlier today. He was on that Astro staff. He was the hitting coach. He left them in 2017, went to the Red Sox in 2018, and now they're being investigated. So you can make a case that the last two years, well, you can't even say two years because the Nationals just won this year. So you can say 2017, 2018, both World Series champions, both those championships are tainted. It's extant stone already that the Astros is tainted. It's tainted. Regardless, it's tainted. You can't strip them of the title. You can't strip them of it. This is not like college basketball where, you know, where the Fab Five, well, let me not say Fab Five, when members of the Michigan team was taking, you know, money from a booster and they took the Final Four banners, you know, out of Chrysler Arena. They can't do this in baseball. They can't do it in baseball. But what you could do is, for us as fans, we could put an asterisk near it. You got some fans that put an asterisk near Barry Bonds' single-season home run record. You got people that put an asterisk near his all-time home run record. So now, when it comes to these championships, 2017 and 2018, those two championships, those championships attain it. You can put an asterisk by those. Now again, Alex Cora, who was the Red Sox manager, well, who was the hitting coach for the Astros, he left them in 2017, went to the Red Sox in 2018, and who did the Red Sox play in the World Series in 2018? That will be my Yankees again. So you can make a case for two straight years. We either got screwed out of the World Series or we got screwed of even winning it. That's the way I'm looking at it. So now, let's get back to street justice. We play the Red Sox about 18, 19 times a year because we're division rivals. See, the Astros, we probably play them, I want to say, probably seven to eight times during the season. We play them once in eight. We play them a series in their house, a series in our house. I say every game, we hit a motherfucker. If you want to take it a step further, let's hit three of them. See, with the Red Sox, we can have a whole lot of fun with that. Because we played them about 18 times a game. 18 times a year. I say every game, somebody gets rocked. See, that's why I see it's a good thing I'm not a manager. It's a good thing I ain't a manager because I I have fun with this shit. Yo, Garrett Cole, go out there and take one for the team. Go rock their ass. Tanaka, go ahead. Hit him. You know how your eyes work. You know, some people are gonna say you can't see anyway, so. You know, you, you, you know, you ain't know what you was doing. Go ahead, throw one. Go, 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 throw one for the team. That's just my opinion. Now again, Alex Cora, 
he parted ways with the Red Sox because this was smart on his end because he know he going to get some. He know he going to get some action because you were a part of that team. So now you're going to get something. Now let's go to Carlos Beltran. He was a member of that team. He was a player. He wasn't a coach. He wasn't a manager. He was a player on that team. Again, I just said players were aware of this. And now he's the manager of the Mets. Now I'm eager to see how the Mets is going to handle this. Because it don't look good. It don't look good. It truly does not look good. Again, this, this puts a stain on baseball. When it comes to the popular sports, baseball is last anyway. You got people that want to play. You got kids that's inspiring to play football. You got kids that's inspiring to play basketball. You don't hear that many kids talking about clamoring to play baseball. And now because of this, they may take a step back even more. But, hey, it is what it is. As a Yankee fan, I'm upset with this. I'm pissed off about it. I'm disgusted about it. Because, again, two straight years we got screwed over. You can make a case two straight years we got screwed over. We could either we could have either been World Series champs or we could have been in the World Series playing against the Dodgers. Now, again, I'm going to say it again. For years, I have been clamoring for a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. And this right here is living proof that for two straight years, I got screwed over of my dream. So again, street justice has to happen in baseball. And being that my team has fallen victim to it twice, we got to be the ones to do it. So Yankees, when we play the Astros this upcoming season, take one for the team. You got to clip you a motherfucker. You got to hit you somebody. You got to hit somebody. You got to send a message. Whether it's whether whether it's Correa, whether it's El Tube. Um, well, El Tube should get it just by how he knocked us out the playoffs last year. But that's neither here nor there. Springer, somebody got to get hit. Somebody got to get rocked. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to hit somebody. I know that. And then when we play the Red Sox, we got to do the same thing to them. Mookie Betts. Martinez. Dustin Petroya, if he get back, somebody got to get rocked. Somebody got to get rocked. Because we don't condone cheating. We don't support that shit. We don't. We don't. So, yeah, I just had to vent on that. You know what I'm saying? I had to, you know, speak my mind on that. Um, bittersweet, man. Bittersweet. But it's a wrap for this segment. Um, when your boy gets back, we're going to dive into some college football talk. Um, we have a new college football champion, and that would be the LSU Tigers. So when your boy gets back, we're going to speak on that game and, you know, what I saw from that. And, uh, again, this is your man, Dre Day, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods ESPN. Um, your boy made some tea, so you know what I'm saying? I had to, I got to quench my thirst. You know, my throat is dry from venting from this you know, cheating shit that was going on in baseball. So don't go anywhere. Your boy will be right back. Holla at your boy. This is Lucky Lefty the Great of the Transparent Trap House Podcast. You are now rocking with Brooklyn's own Sportsway with Dre Day. Really quickly, I just want to say thank you so much to Dre Day. 
Dre Day actually did my job and he did an amazing job. I want to say thank you once again. But other than that, definitely follow his podcast. His podcast is Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. He's streaming on so many streaming platforms for podcasts just like myself. His podcast is about unfiltered um, opinions and such of the sports world from NBA to MLB to wrestling and I wonder if he does MMA that's a very good question Dre Day please answer that for me you can follow his Instagram handle at sportsway with Dre Day podcast and also that links to his other social media pages but once again his podcast is sportsway with Dre Day podcast definitely check him out and once again thank you so much for the support you know what we can do with spread love is the Brooklyn way what up what up what up your boy is back Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast, The Hoods, ESPN, you know what I'm saying? Um, This segment here, college football. Now, I know for some of y'all, you know, haven't really spoke about college football that much this season. You know, some, you know, some of the big games I might have spoke on or whatever the case may be. I didn't even do, you know, a college football prediction and who I think was going to, you know... Being a title game and shit like that, but being that I didn't, I might as well say it now. When the college football, you know, when the college football um, selection show came out and the top four teams was announced, you had LSU one, um, I believe you had Ohio State two, you had um, Clemson at three, and you had Oklahoma at four. I remember I was speaking to my SLA brothers, my SLA network brothers, and um, I believe I said I would have Ohio State and LSU in the national title game. Obviously, we know what happened with, you know, Clemson and Ohio State. The LSU part I got right. I had them in the title game. They was the best team all season long, contrary to what other people say. And I'm going to get into that, you know, within this segment. Last night, what they displayed and what they did to the defending champs, Clemson. Now, again, for me, I'm not even that much of a fan of Clemson. You know, they play in the ACC. They don't really play nobody. So that was one of the reasons on why I felt they wasn't going to make the national title game anyway because they didn't really play nobody. Now, when the playoffs come, you're going to have to play one of those tough teams. And they was able to get away from Ohio State. And then we get to LSU. And I kind of figured they wasn't going to win this game. But they did make it a fight, though, in the first half. They made it a fight in the first half. Um, Trevor Lawrence, um, he scored a rushing touchdown within, you know, within, within I would say probably about 10 to 8 minutes in the game. He scored a rushing touchdown. Um, wanted to do the showboating and blow kisses to the LSU fans in the front row. Um, they call him Sunshine, right? That's, you know, for, for those of y'all that um, ever seen the movie, remember the Titans, you remember the kid, um, Ronnie Bass, who played Sunshine. Um, well, his nickname was Sunshine. I don't know his actual name, but his name in the movie was Ronnie Bass, and his nickname was Sunshine. They call Trevor Lawrence Sunshine. Well, guess what? This game... It wasn't no sunshine. It was a storm. A storm was coming. And it, 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 was, it was fitting that that storm 
was in New Orleans, which was the Mercedes-Benz Dome, and that storm was called Hurricane Tigers, meaning the LSU Tigers, because aside from that Russian touchdown from Trevor Lawrence, I want to say for the first half, Clemson made it a game. They even had a 10-point lead before halftime. But before halftime, that man, Joe Burrow, he took over. He literally took over. He scored a touchdown right before half, right before the half, and Clemson was throwing everything at him. They were throwing the kitchen sink at him. They were throwing blitzes. They were throwing everything at him. And for him, all season, people kept saying, "Oh, he's he NFL ready." You know, he you know he throw passes that NFL quarterbacks throw and shit like that. And in this game, you you could tell he NBA re- I'm, NBA. You could tell he NFL ready. He was throwing a lot of passes that you sit back and say to yourself, wow, damn, this dude throwing plays that professionals throw. And for some like for some of these analysts, they was comparing him to Brady. Now, y'all know how I am when it comes to Brady. So if you comparing if you're comparing this guy to Brady, then that's high praise. Very high praise. Um Again, Joe Burrow, he took over. He scored a rushing touchdown. Um, he had two passing touchdowns before the half. Um, again, like I said, they were throwing the kitchen sink at him. They even gave they, they even you know they you know they gave him a big hit before halftime. But luckily, you know, luckily it wasn't nothing serious to the point where he, they was trying to give him assistance on the sidelines and he didn't want it. You know, he was with the whole, I'm all right, I'm fine, I don't need no help. Um, he came back out in the third quarter. He got on the bike, you know, so he can get his feel for the game. And, again, Clemson did everything they can to try to make this a fight. They tried to make it a fight. But, LSU, every chance Clemson tried to do something, because they even scored a touchdown, coming right out the second half. Got a touchdown, converted on two points. LSU said, all right, cool. We're going to come back with something else. And the rest is basically college football history. Because after that, it was just a wipeout. LSU won this game 42-25. to Joe Burrow, six touchdowns in total in this game. Five passing, one rushing. Now, I want to say this, though. Jamar Chase, 221 receiving yards, two touchdowns, nine catches. Wonderful, beautiful, amazing. That dude, listen, after that game, I'm quite sure there was girls lined up to give him some action. But the negative on that is I don't know who the defender was. I don't know who the defensive back was that got hit for all these yards, but I don't know. I I I I, I don't think I'd have let him on a team bus. I'd have, I I I'd have had to give him some money and be on some. Yo, you need to. You gotta take a flight home. You can't ride with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like like you can't ride with us after this performance. Um, Randy Moss's son Thaddeus Moss. He had two touchdowns. And y'all know me, like I love Randy Moss. So to see him in the stands, you know, supporting his son, 
you know, you know, you know, rocking the LSU colors. You know, it was a beautiful feeling. Um, Jefferson had nine catches, 106 yards. Um, Clyde Edwards had 110 rushing yards. But for me, I think most of his yards pretty much came towards the latter end of the game, where the game was pretty much out of reach. And, you know, he was, you know, gaining, you know, you know, gaining these big yards. Um, but I got to give Coach O some some props because the last play of the game, he could have egged it in. He could have scored another point. But Edwards said, you know what? You know, I'm going to take it close to the end zone. Let me just take this knee. You know, we don't want to rub it in. You know, we want to show some sportsmanship. We already got the game. We don't need to rub it in any more than we should. So kudos to Coach O for that. Um, but again, Joe Burrow, with the performance that he put in this game, and not even just for this game, like for the whole season, you know, his num his numbers for this whole season was just phenomenal. It was just amazing. Some people saying that this was probably the greatest individual performance for the whole season. For the whole season, by a player. Now, I'm quite sure my SLA network brother, Aaron B., because being that he lives in Texas, I'm quite sure he would say Vince Young had the best individual, you know, game in the national title game. And that was, I believe it was 2006 against USC. He'll probably say that was the performance. After what Joe Burrow did this game, I don't know. I think I might have to put Joe Burrow above that performance. I, I'll say Vince Young is too. But as far as like an individual game, yeah, I think Joe Burrow's game last night against against Clemson, you know, exceeds that. But just look at the just look at the season that he's had. He now holds the record for passing touchdowns in one season. 60. He holds the record for total touchdowns. 65. That means he has 60 passing touchdowns. He has five rushing touchdowns. He's now second for best completion percentage ever for a season. He's now third for most passing yards ever in a season. Over 6,000 total yards. He has a Heisman. He has a national title. But more importantly than that, this is now now the now the conversation comes out to where do you rank LSU as it pertains to the best team in college football. Some people say the U, uh, the two thousand and one, the two thousand and one University of Miami. Some may say USC. Some may say Alabama. You could put this LSU team in the conversation. You could definitely put them in the conversation. Because for this season alone, they beat seven of the top ten teams. Seven. Count that. Seven. That's, that's legendary shit there. That's iconic shit there that LSU did this year. And they deserve to be commended. They definitely deserve to be commended. But on the flip side, Mr. Trevor Lawrence, Mr. Sunshine, I got to speak about him because 
Last year when they beat Alabama, they were so quick to ride this wave. They were so quick to say he was going to be the Heisman winner. He's going to be the best quarterback in college football. All that shit. He wasn't even in the Heisman conversation this season. And to think you played in one of the easiest conferences and you couldn't even be in the Heisman conversation. Even this game, you ain't really do much. You was missing receivers. You was missing receivers. You was overthrowing them. Without that rushing touchdown, you pretty much didn't do anything. You didn't have a touchdown pass. You didn't have an interception. You only had 234 yards. You didn't really do much. And this was the guy that y'all was crowning as the next big thing quarterbacking. Now, I'm quite sure next year he'll improve. But for this year, oh, he was, oh, for, oh for this year, he was average. I'm not going to say he was a piece of shit, but it was average. Very average. Very average. But, hey, it is what it is. That's what happens when you heap praise on these dudes and they ain't put that work in yet. He a sophomore. Well, he just became a sophomore. Next year, he'll be a junior. And let's see what happens. But this year, it was all about Joe Burrow. All about him. You know, this was, this was somebody who was supposed to play at Ohio State transferred, came to LSU, and brought them a national championship. So salute to Joe Burrow, who should be the number one pick in this coming draft in the NFL. Cincinnati, you're currently on the clock, which I don't really think you need to be on the clock because this should be the person that y'all going after. Not Chase Young. This should be the guy that you're going after because you're in desperate need of a quarterback. You've tried it with Andy Dalton for too long. It hasn't worked. Now it's time that y'all get a new quarterback. So why not go for Joe Burrow? So again, salute to Joe Burrow. Congrats to LSU. Um, congrats to Coach O. And uh, where, where does LSU go from here? You know, are, are, we, are, are we looking at a dynasty in the making? Who knows? Who knows? I really don't think LSU is losing anybody but Joe Burrow. I think the receiving core is still intact. I don't think they're losing nobody there. Um, Clyde Edwards, I, I, I believe he's a sophomore or maybe he's a junior, but I don't really see him, you know, being a top, top pick in an NFL draft. So who knows? Maybe he'll come back. So, yeah, the only person they're losing is Joe Burrow. But, again, only time will tell. Only time will tell. But, again, salute and congrats to LSU Tigers on dethroning Clemson and becoming the new um, college football national champion. So, of course, I had to speak on that. So, just this one time, I'm going to say, go Tigers. Um, it's a wrap for this segment. Um, that's two segments in the bag. Got one more to go. And this one, I'm going to speak on the ladies of the Women's National Basketball Association. And that would be the WNBA. Um, history was made... Um, earlier this week, where they where they reached a collect uh, a collective bargaining agreement, and you know I'm gonna speak on that and basically give the terms of what that agreement is. So again, this is your man Dre Day Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, episode 92. Your boy will be right back. Holla at your boy. 
What up, y'all? This is your boy Aaron Kendrick, representing Kendrick Sports Talk Podcast out of Northern Arizona. I want to show some love to my man Dre Day on Sports Way with Dre Day Podcast. Keep it real, Dre. Keep dropping that sports knowledge. What's goody, man? It's your boy Artra Almighty from Elevated Thoughts and SLA and Chill Podcast. Uh, also, the SLA Network, repping at Archer Academy. But hey, this your boy from Oklahoma City. AKA Nompton, Oklahoma. Uh, just checking in with you, man, and letting y'all know you're now rocking with the Hoods ESPN, my guy. Represent Brooklyn, New York. Dre Day. Sportsway with Dre Day. Let's get it, man. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Sportsway with Dre Day podcast, the Hoods ESPN. Uh, this is the final segment for episode 92 and on this segment here you know i wanted to give the ladies some love from the wnba and the reason i'm doing this is because again i'm i I watch all basketball whether it's high school on occasions whether it's college um obviously the pros and guess what wnba i watch them as well you know now my fellow brothers out there, um, ain't that many of them that watch. See, me, I watch it all. I watch WNBA. I watch women's college ball. I watch it all. I'm a fan of the sport. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a fan of the game, and I'm a fan of a lot of these girls. You know, they put their blood, sweat, and tears into this game just like the men do. You know, just unfortunately... The platform is not big enough for them. It's not. But earlier this week, history was made. And uh, history was made from the standpoint of they reached a new CBA. They reached a new uh, collecting bargaining agreement. And uh, some of the highlights of this agreement is... Annual base pay for league's highest paid player jumps from $117,000 to $215,000. So in a nutshell, if you're a top player, like my boo Candace Parker, like uh, Liz Cambridge, Elena Deladon, who... Got every right to get this money because not only was she NBA Finals MVP, but she also, I believe this past season, she was season MVP. So she definitely should see that money. Um, I'm just trying to think of other names. Those are the only three names that I can actually think of at this particular moment. You know, for people out there that listen to this episode and watch the WNBA, which will probably be my St. Louis girls. Um... What do women know about sports? You know, Bria Nicole and Vicky D. I'm quite sure we're probably the only three people that I know that listen, that that even watch the WNBA. So if y'all can think of any other girls, high profile girls that should make that max, let me know. <laughs> but uh, some of the other benefits they got. The league's top players can earn cash compensation and access to 
thousand dollars. Nice, beautiful. That's sweet. Now that's nice right there. That's nice. Now again, we know that the girls are not gonna get paid like the men. We know that already. So that whole equal pay shit, that's out the window. But this is a start. This is a start. You know what I'm saying? For me, like it's like it's so like it's so many girls. Oh, Diana Taraza, she's another one. I forgot about her. She 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 she's a top player in the league too. Maya Moore. See now it's coming back to me. It's, it's coming back to me now. So you talk about that money. Now, now you start to think of some of these top girls. So we got Candace Parker. You got Liz Cambridge. You got Diana Taurasi. You got Brittany Gardner. You got Maya Moore, who sat out for who sat out for a year. Sue Bird. Okay, that's six. Elena Deladon. That's seven. Lucky seven. Those are the only names I can give right now. So, again, if y'all can think of other names, let me know. But, again, this is a start for the girls to receive their money. I don't expect them to get crazy contracts like the men in the NBA, but this is a start. This is a real big start. Uh, The agreement is for eight years. So, from 2020, which, which this season that's starting now, to 2027. With a mutual opt-out provision after six years. So after 2026, they got opt out of this agreement. This year the salary cap will be 1.3 million, up from 996,000 in last year, in 2019. Players who complete their contracts and have five or more years of service can become unrestricted free agents unless they are tagged as core players. The number of times a player can be tagged as core goes from four to three beginning this season and drops to two beginning within the 2022 season. But this one, I actually like this one too. This next one I'm about to read. Players will receive full salary while on maternity leave. So that means if you get your club shot up, you got to sit out for a whole season because you were pregnant, you get your full salary. You don't get half ass. You don't get a quarter amount. You get a full salary. An annual kids care stipend of $5,000. And a guaranteed two-bedroom apartment for players with children. Now, that's beautiful. Now, that's beautiful. That's a good look for the WNBA right there. That's a good look. Now, I don't know how many of these girls have kids. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how many of them have kids. I know Candace got one. I mean, I don't know how she let Sheldon Williams shoot that club up. But that's neither here nor there. But she got one. This could fit for her, but probably not because she, you know, she getting that, you know, she getting that TNT money, you know, she getting that, you know, she getting that NBA TV money right now. You know what I'm saying? She got a podcast with Kristen Lelo. So, you know, you know, you know, Candace got that bag. So for the other girls, nice, beautiful. This deal was a beautiful thing for y'all. It's a, it's a beautiful thing for y'all. I'm, 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 I'm very happy 
that this has happened for the girls. I'm 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 truly happy. Now the next step is the marketing. Is the is the marketing. Because again, as a fan of basketball, I wish these girls was able to get Obviously they're not gonna obviously they're not gonna get the same recognition as the guys. But they gotta get something. You know what I'm saying? I mean, does Kobe need to speak out? Because he he's he's very instrumental, you know, in representing the girls. You know, he was just at a game a few weeks ago, rocking the WNBA sweater. You know what I'm saying? Obviously his daughter is heavy in the basketball, who will potentially be in the WNBA when she gets older. We need some of the male players, like we need the big stars of the NBA to speak up and support these girls. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to do your little cameos and commercials. It's another thing to go up in those offices and speak up for these girls. Kobe, LeBron, um, AD, um, Giannis, um, Steph. Westbrook, like these are some of the names, like these are some of the names I'm throwing out there that maybe if they went inside these WNBA offices and talked with the president or talked to the vice president, whoever it is, whoever it is, who, like who, who, whoever it is that they need to speak to, whoever, you know what I mean? Like Terry Jackson, the executive director of the WNBA Players Association. Maybe they need to speak to her. Like, because I, I like the girl, like, like the girls, now that they got this monumental deal, the next step is marketing. The next step is marketing. View, like, show more of the games. Promote them more. These girls are putting their blood, sweat, and tears into this. And this, this, this is the start of it. This deal that they got, it's a start. Now the next step is marketing. You know what I'm saying? So, again, salute to the girls. I'm happy for the WNBA. I've been a supporter since 97 from when the season first launched. That was the inaugural season. You know, Lisa Leslie, Cheryl Swoops, uh, Rebecca Lobo, Teresa Weatherspoon, you know, Tina Thompson, um, Cynthia Cooper. Those were the girls you know, in that time. We fast forward to now. You got so many of these young stars. You got so many, so much young talent out there. Of course, my girl Candace, you know, I got to say her. You know, you got Brianna Stewart. You got Diana Taurasi still playing at a top notch. You still got Sue Bird. You got Maya Moore, Simone Augustus, um, Asia Wilson, Liz Cambridge. I mean, Cambridge. Um, Brittany Grinder, Skylar Diggins with her fine self. Um, I'm trying to think of some other names, man. Um, <sighs> Kelsey Plum, um, Elena Deladon. I can't forget about her. Like, you got a lot of talent. Kia Nurse, um, Gabby Williams, S S uh, Stephanie Dawson. Tina Charles. Listen, I'm mentioning UConn girls right now, so sorry. But yeah, like you like you got so much young talent out there that these girls need to be pushed more. They need to be marketed more. They need to get more exposure. 
But I'm happy about the bag. I'm like, I'm happy about that. Because now maybe some of these girls don't have to go overseas to get that extra money. You know what I'm saying? They can, you know, they can stay in the States and they can make this money. But I'm quite sure some of them are still going to go overseas because they've been doing it for so long that it's like, all right, cool. Once the season is over, we already know. We got to go to Europe. Or we got to go to Spain or something to go play for our international team. So who knows? But again, this this is a step in the right direction. And again, congrats to the WNBA on reaching this monumental deal. So give it up for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Give it up for the ladies. Um, so salute to them. Congrats. I can't wait for the 2020 season to start. And uh, go Sparks. Because again, I'm a Candace Parker guy. I got to rep my boo Candace. So, uh... It's a wrap for this episode. Your boy is done. Um, again, thank you to all the fans, the supporters, the audience. Those are my three names for y'all. Fans, audience, supporters. Thank you all for the outlandish support. I can't thank y'all enough. Um, again, my nation of podcasting dudes, you know, from the um, from Indiana. Uh, my man, O'Shea. Um... My man Shannon with the cannon and uh, John B, the people's champ. You know what I'm saying? So so salute to y'all. I definitely appreciate the shout out that y'all gave me um, on y'all podcast. So it was only right that your boy returned the favor. So you know what I mean? Go check them out on Instagram, their page, Nation of Podcation. Um, They're streaming on Spotify like myself. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, um, Radio Public, I'm sure. All the streaming platforms I'm on, they're on. Aside from, you know, SoundCloud. I don't even know how they were able to pull that off. I'm trying to figure out how I can do that. Maybe I'm going to have to holler at y'all. But yeah, salute to y'all. Thank y'all for the shout out on on y'all podcast. So it was only right I returned the favor. Um, So again... It's a wrap for this episode. Y'all can definitely check the podcast out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public. Um, y'all can also check the podcast page on Instagram, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Click on the link. The episodes is there. You can check it out on my personal page, Dre Day 1985. The link is in the bio of that one as well. Um, my Facebook page, just send me a request, Dre Day, or Sports Grade with Dre Day Podcast, hit the like button, that's the business page, well, the podcast page, so it's plenty of ways to listen to the episode, it's plenty of ways to listen to the podcast, it's free 99, you know, it's free game over here, you ain't gotta pay, there's no layoff plan, you know, none of that, you know, just click on the link and enjoy the listen, you know what I'm saying, so again, Y'all know how this goes in closing. This has been another episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Again, peace and love. Thank you to all the supporters. And uh, this is episode 92. Your boy is signing out. Peace and love. God bless.